mighty sea goes trans the crowd around the ground this is our year sea goes to win it's been won by the dragons the rattles we don't deny but this is our years of joy in our pride Okay, that's um, Manly Warringah. It took me a little bit to get going. Technology is great when you get to my age. Um, you might wonder why I have that song on because I have a mad Manly supporter. Scotty Bone, how are you, buddy? Good, Fox. Um, some people may be asking how I've actually caught up with you because I know people when they try to ring you, <laughs> when I talk to them, oh, you can't get on the boat. That's well, right, mate. I tend to, well, when, you, when, you're, me, when, when you're, you're on this podcast, it's pretty easy to get on, isn't it? Yeah. What's, uh, what's been going on in the world of Scott Byrne? Oh, mate, plenty at the moment, obviously. Footy's um, back in different conditions, so yeah, yeah, there's plenty, plenty happening. I mean, I know you've listened, you're, you're our number one fan of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so you've got a, a general idea how it runs. We try not to talk too much about rugby league, but we will touch a little bit on a couple of things. One, this coronavirus. Um, how's that affected your job? Because I guess your main aim is to get as many people still playing rugby league as possible. And yeah. I know some people get confused with different things. How's that going? Yeah, obviously, mate. It's uh, it's been difficult for us, not just us, mate. All sports and uh, and obviously, you know, just the general public. Um, so uh, yeah, for us, it was uh, you know when it first hit, we. Uh, Obviously, like everyone, working from home and uh, we're on restricted hours, so I was only working three days a week uh, initially, so back now at four days a week. How, how'd you um, handle like those hours? Because I know the hours that you were doing before, how'd you handle turning oh, back? Yeah, mate, it's, it's still, it's a bit the same, mate, it's still 24-7. <laughs> it doesn't, there is a, in the in the work agreement, it says I'm supposed to work so many hours, but it's uh, it's usually 24-7 most of the time, so, uh, so yeah, mate, it was, um, you know, it was, it was, Difficult time, but then obviously once uh, you know New South Wales Rugby League made a decision, like the other sports, to uh, to set a date, which was the 18th of July, that we'd uh, we try and get back to competition. That um, things ramped up, and then uh, obviously in, in putting together COVID plans with the clubs and uh, and through New South Wales, it was a, a busy time. And uh, you know now footy's up. Obviously some of the competitions and made decisions not to play, which is you know totally accept understandable in the current circumstances. But you know, all our junior leagues are up and playing uh, again. It's good for the kids. Isn't yeah. It is, mate. Look, um, you know, Group 19, which is in my area, obviously there's only the three clubs up there that are playing, um, but their numbers within those three clubs are strong. You know, they've, they've kept their numbers that they would usually have. Uh, obviously, Tamworth Minor League here, there's a, a few clubs made the decisions not to, to push forward under the COVID, but, um, yeah, numbers are not too bad. And 21, I think, are, you know, just about on par or, or, or growing a little bit as well. So, I guess for you, um, and a bit for me, like, it's pleasing that there's a lot of the, the junior committees have worked so hard to get the kids on the paddock because it would have been easy as and I, and I say respectfully where some of the seniors said it's too hard yeah where the junior have worked hard to get on the paddock yeah exactly because their protocols and everything are pretty much the same yeah, same things mate. Yeah, exactly yeah. the same so obviously um uh you know in most cases what we found was it was someone within the club putting their hand up and saying let's yeah. do this you know i know you know i used 21 as an example there was a couple of clubs there that were still a little bit iffy about it but then again when uh, you know we had a meeting and, and you know a couple of the other people said well it's about trying to give the kids the opportunity to play they went well let's let's get it done yeah. you know what i mean so uh again it's it's been frustrating at times because <laughs> government uh, clarity from government's yeah, been hard yeah. uh, but um again mate everyone's doing it you know if you go down to minor league not that you can really go down and watch but 
and um, mate, everyone, and, and talking to uh, you know the coaches and other people down there. Look, everyone's doing what the best they can, which is which is I, I think, think in New South Wales it's been that way a little bit, mate. Especially in regional areas, you know, we, we haven't had cases for a long time, and it's yeah. it's because people are trying to do the right thing. So um, you know, that's all you can do, and yeah. that's what the clubs have done. So it's been good. Um, now I know you're not a clairvoyant. You don't read palms <laughs> or have a crystal ball, but and you probably can't comment too much. Do you see many of these protocols and changes in the game being here forever? Oh. I won't say which ones because obviously Mate, things, are, things are going to be here for, for years to come yeah. at the moment. Uh, again, until you know, uh, there's possibly a vaccine or uh, yeah. it's eradicated, which it may never be. Um, <laughs> no, I don't think, be, be, I think we'll have no, a vaccine. There's, there's going to be it. protocols that are going to have to be followed. Some yeah. of the things that have come in, think are really great. Yeah. Um, probably need to we'll, be there we'll before. Be, we'll, be, we'll help. Um, <laughs> but again, it, it's it's like the thing that's not downplaying the um, uh, the severity of, of you know the pandemic and what happens. But the really big one comes back to the contact tracing and yeah. and, uh, and people having to sign in, uh, and that's been the big thing I think for clubs. It's 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 trying to follow those protocols and, and get that done. And that's that means manpower and volunteers. And unfortunately, yeah. at times, you know, we don't have people that. that Want to put their hand up yeah, and, help and, and look, that's, so that's been the difficult part. Before this pandemic, yeah. volunteers was always a problem. Now we're going to have to have more, yeah, so to speak. But I think you'll probably find maybe clubs, people within the club will yeah. come along. Yeah, and, and look, mate, as I said, everyone does a bit different. We're down there, junior league yesterday. Um, the DOs from around the area come up and, and uh, you know, did some sessions down at minor league. And again, clubs yeah. there like Dungownia, they've got the little table set up with their hand sanitizer, and all the kids come and sanitize and then go out to yeah. training. So, yeah, well, I great, think everybody's mate. trying really. Yeah, mate. exactly, mate. Now, just on minor league, yes. we're going to touch back and, and you know, good day to your dad. Um, <laughs> most people will know the circumstances there. Now, he was, his nickname would have been T-Bone, would it? Was, yes. So, so as a young fella, what did you get? Chop? No, or, no, just or, always been Bones, bone, really. Bone. So, yeah. So. My, my wife loves saying your name, Boner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I'm one of those ones I usually get, so yeah. So, yeah. Well, the, but the old so man, obviously, Terry was his chop, name, so yeah. he was T-Bone. So, T-Bone, yeah. so you didn't get, like, steak or chop or... No, no just Bones. Just bones, bones. okay. Yeah. Now, he was, um, to a point, from my knowledge, because I've only been here 20-odd years, 27 now, I think, um, he was a, a founding father of minor league to a point. Oh, mate, more so, obviously, I started playing footy when I was seven. So back in those days, mate, there was no under sixes that You started at under eight, so I started at seven. Um, and like most fathers, mate, or parents, they, you know, support their kids and, and do what they can. So, um, yeah, so I started at seven. We had a little side we called, they were called Saints, actually. So okay. we played in St George Jumpers. Yeah. And, uh, but there was kids from, I went to the Catholic school, so I went to St Ed's. Uh, yeah. But we had kids from St Ed's and St and in those days, CBC, Christian Brothers College, was going. Oh, so okay. they actually had, so St. Nick's was only, like, it was a bit like St. Mary's that's here in yeah. town, and if people go Tamworth. Um, so, yeah, I think so back, in that, back in those days, you, you basically had to play for your school. Play for your school, yeah. mate, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, so you know, we played for the school. Um, and then, so we had that at seven. Um, then the following year, I started the year in the nine, so I followed the blokes I played with, but we were playing under St. Edwards then. So um, I played with blokes like Brew Wilson and oh, okay. guys yeah. like that. And then after a couple of weeks, I dropped back to my own age group um, and started playing eight. So we had a side at St. Edwards then, became the side. So we played South Tamworth, um, East Tamworth, um, blokes like Mark played for oh, okay. East Tamworth. Uh, but Manila had a side, Werris Creek yeah. had a side, Crindor had a side, similar today. But yeah, no Collegians, you know, Southwest oh, okay. Robins, so when, when, when North Tamworth you played. So then, yeah, so that was, um, I played eights, nines. We played as St Edwards. And then when we were under 10, so I think it was 82, roughly. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. 
collegians. So that was basically the time what had happened was um, CBC and St Dom's, the two schools here. So CBC was the boys' school and St Dominic's was the uh, was the girls' school uh, here in town. So okay. St Dominic's was where Kmart is yep. here and where St Nick's oh, Church okay. is. Yep, yep. Um, they merged to become Rosary College, uh, yeah. which was built out on history. On Road. Road. Yeah. So um, when Rosary College came in, um, uh, when they moved to that, um, the club collegians was formed. So oh, Dad, okay. uh, along with guys like Jim Lupton, who's yep. uh, now passed away, and, uh, and Terry Fane, Terry Fane, who's yep. passed away. Um, um, yeah, those guys all sort of got together and gone, well, okay, let's provide something for the Catholic schools. Um, so Collegians Junior Rugby League Club was formed. So that yeah, was part yeah. of all that back, See, in, back in that time. You are the Wikipedia of Rugby League. <laughs> um, just talking about the passings, we I'll just we won't do a moment, Solomon, but we send out the wishes to the to Bob Edgecock's family. Yeah. Um, his funeral is actually today. Today, yeah. Um, and he was uh, a good man, yeah. a referee. I don't think he ever played. Um, no, he played for Tamil City, I think, mate. Oh, he, he did, did too, yeah, yes, because so I've, I've got a picture of him at home. Yeah, yeah played with City, so... Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, it was a, a, an unexpected Yeah, it person, was. Yeah, um, yeah, so. I knew he was on well, but anyway, all the best wishes to the family and to them, so... Um, tell a funny story about him. <laughs> that comes up later. Now, on you personally, uh, recently married of two years? Uh, three years three coming years, up this year. Three yeah, years. So. That's all going well, obviously. Still married, then. Still married, so it must and, be going all right. Uh, must be going all right. Kids? Yeah, I got, uh, so, yeah, so, three kids myself, if I put it in that sense. Yep. Uh, Renee's got her two two boys as yep. well, so, yeah, blended family of five, so. A <laughs> <laughs> little bit like the Brady Bunch. Yeah. Your, your kids are all fairly, well, I shouldn't say fairly old, but they're grow, growing up now, aren't Yeah, they? so Jordan's 22 now. Really? Yeah, 22, okay. he was, so, yeah, he's, uh, he's, he's working. a character. Yeah, yeah, so he's working out <laughs> at the pub now, so he's, yep. uh, he's got a job out there. Will's 20, he works down the Tudor. So Jordan's there. Qualified beer taster out there. Yeah, that's it. Just about, <laughs> I think. So, uh, Will's twenty. He works down the Tudor, uh, and Erin, my daughter's fifteen. So, fifteen, okay. yeah, And size, so size fifteen. 15. So yeah, so they're oh, okay. in the same yeah. same age at school. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then obviously uh, Tate, who's. 23 or 4 now. So and and must say congratulations to, to yourself, Renee and Tate and Han. They've got some more babies more coming babies, on twins, yeah, so, yeah, yeah, so little Frankie uh, is one now. She was one two weeks ago. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, so and expecting twins. Expecting twins, twins now, be so, all yeah, they say that twins usually skip generations because Han's got uh, sisters yeah, that sister, are twins. Yeah, right, Rachel's <laughs> um, so, um, um, just, yeah. just on your relationship with Cy, and I love it, I think it's great, I like, I like how they take the piss out of each other, but does he see you as a father figure? Like, does he... Yeah, he does, you know, mate, yeah, yeah. so... Cause yeah. I, I see how you treat him, and you can see the, you treat him as your boy. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I, I think it's beautiful when you see us together, it's, I have a giggle, because he, he's, I won't call him a smart-ass, but he's clever. No, he, no he's not, he's a smart-ass. So. <laughs> well, he gives it to me all the time about my Harley being a Pee Wee 50, I'll take him for a ride one day. He gives okay. everyone, every every chance he can, he gives it to everyone, so. Yeah, now, um, about your rugby league career, yep. um, I spoke with John Harvey many, many years ago. When, short, short story. <laughs> when John Harvey was, was here, captain, coaching of We War, and captain, uh, sorry, coached a couple of our rep sides. I got on really well with John Harvey and we got into a conversation one day and I, you're, you're sighing already because you hate it when I tell people this. But John Harvey actually rated you as the best halfback run around bush footy. Yeah. And you, you keep claiming that I'm lying, but yeah. he did say that That's to me. That's a lie. <laughs> it's it's not a lie. Bush footy. Well, he, he might have said the biggest, but he said no. That's Daniel Wilson tells me all the time. <laughs> <laughs> when did, um, so you played your senior footy basically with North? Yeah, I did, mate. So look, I, yeah, as I said, I played junior footy. Um, I actually played footy only up until I was 11 and stopped playing footy. So um, 
my really good mates at school. Uh, I was really good mates with Dean Ball, uh, yep. um, and uh, his brothers, obviously um, Steve and, and Rocket, and, and they were very heavily involved in hockey. So, made it 12 year six. I played hockey uh, and started playing hockey. Oh, so okay. played hockey. And then probably played hockey for 10 years. You, you um, represented at hockey, eh? Yeah, played like Tamworth, yeah. uh, played hockey and that sort of stuff. So uh, played for Cavaliers, which which the Bulls all played for Cavaliers. Um, but obviously still enjoyed footy, loved footy, um, and you know, played at school and things like that. And then mate, basically got to year 11, went to uh, McCarthy uh, College, and uh, when we got up there, uh, there was a new vice principal, Rick Johnson, who was a big rugby man. Um, so, and we, um, he put in uh, a rugby side, uh, which were all league blokes. Um, so there was, as I said, the blokes, some blokes didn't even play league or, or anything so but um, we had we had a, a pretty good side and we ended up playing um, we made the quarterfinals two years in a row in the what's called the wide bird shield the statewide competition yep, okay, so um, yeah the first year we've actually they came here and we played uh, Durham Island College they were called I think they ended up winning or runners up in the competition so uh, yeah a big Canberra school a school that like Ricky Stewart and players like okay, that went yeah. to so uh, and the second year we played Randwick Boys at that Oval in, in Sydney. So yeah, so you know, for us we're all, as I said, we're all leaguey blokes. Yeah. But played rugby a bit, represented rugby. Um, uh, with, school. with Tamworth, you yeah, played. Yeah, played New England school boys, and then a lot of us all went to Tamworth. So there was guys like Grant Davidson yeah, uh, yeah. here from Davidson Electrical. He, you know, I'm playing country, uh, country seniors, um, rugby union. Um, Bernie White had left school then because he'd um, he had an apprenticeship. Um, but yeah, so ended up going to Tamworth and played through to '95 with Tamworth and played a bit of first grade and okay. you know and that sort of stuff. So, which was good fun. Um, and then um, yeah, '96 I went. Oh, sorry, yeah, '96 I went over to North. '95 I was going to play league. Um, so again, Bawley and Gav Warner. Because um, I was going to say, what was the enticement back to league? Yeah, and... so that, all the boys used to give me stick for playing um, rugby. Playing rugby. And, I, and at the time, mate, I was playing rugby Saturdays and playing first grade hockey on Sundays. Yeah. So that's, that's what we did. Well, yeah. yeah, so people look at me now and go, what? But yeah, that's, that's what we did. Um, well, and... I'll just apologise for the background noise too, because we're at Ruby's Cafe <laughs> and we've got people everywhere. But So if you're wondering what the noises are, yeah. that's where we're at. So yeah, so... Um, Mate, yeah, so um, they all kept saying, well, you know, why do you keep playing rugby? And I said, well, when do you boys play league? <laughs> we'll go and play league. So, 95, we went down to City <laughs> and went to training. And um, I think we went to about two or three sessions. LO was coaching that yeah. year. Um, and um, we were, Gav picked me up and we were going down. He said, oh, mate, we're all moving to Sydney next week. So, that stopped. <laughs> so, then, I, didn't, I didn't go and... back. And I end up, I wasn't going to play footy at all that year, but I end up... Um, I ended up going back and playing rugby that final year in 95 and then um, the following year again mate the boys were back home and yeah we went to Norse and obviously we had a connection because Dean's older brother Steve he was playing at Norse and he was then uh, Did you go to Norse because there was no city? Because that was 96 wasn't it? 96 everything yeah, mer yeah, yeah. Well, that's, that's so there wouldn't have been a city or no, it would have been no, uh, West Line Yeah mate it was more because Obviously, the connection with with Steve Ball and yep. the Wilkinsons. Yep, yep. Um, so Ball had obviously married, played. Yeah, yeah so he's married, married to Nicole. Nicole. Um, so obviously, within the family group, and and again, you know, that they were like my second family, the Ball. So yep, you know, yep. if I wasn't at my place, I was probably at their place. That's that's where you'd find us. <laughs> so, um, so mate, yeah, I went to North and yeah, spent well, mate, until I started this job in 2006. I spent from '96 to 2006. Well, North, okay. Because yeah. you, you played. When, when did you make your first grade debut with North? 
Yeah, round one. Round one. 1996. Okay, so straight in. Played Bogabri, Bogabri, <laughs> played first go that year. Yeah, yeah. Um, big rush, eh? Okay. He, was, he was coaching in 96. North? Yeah. Uh, Toddy Mitchell coached. Toddy Mitchell. Yeah, so, um, yeah, Bogabri come in and they had Rymo and yeah. Ray yes. Hubbard and the boys yeah. had gone out to, to Boggy uh, for the year and big um, big front row of the Baker Rushton, his old yes. man had been killed. Um, yes, that's right. Just before the comp started, yeah. so we, yeah, initial game was uh, boggy at boggy, and it wasn't a good day. So, um, <laughs> but yeah, mate, look, come in and um, yeah, Toddy Mitchell was coach, and and uh, you know been friends with Toddy since yeah. since that. He's a good man, so Toddy. He is real good, mate. So, he's yeah, a very good so, administrator of hearts and a good. Sport. Yeah, so started yeah. at centres and played about four weeks, and then he pushed me to halfback. So, <laughs> and, I, and I guess um, I say again respectfully to North Tamworth the dark days because they didn't win many games you know in that era yeah mate there was tough times mate we uh look my six we had Concy and Matty Bryan who both played northern division that year at up up front row and you know they were really good Doris Steve Day mate it was uh you know tough as nails and you know give everything every week so we had fun you know we had a lot of fun as a club um but yeah it wasn't a lot of wins in the win column um and and that sort of turned around the the club sort of probably started to change around that period a little bit because i remember i came here in 92 Hmm. and and they i don't think they won a game for a couple of years but it started the change yeah, as we got closer to the to the two thousands when yeah, the money yeah. on that come along, but yeah. I, don't, I don't think people realise that North had a tough time. Yeah, mate. You know, because they see that they've won six in a row now. They've been dominant for yeah, like, that's 15, right. Yeah, years, exactly. Mate. Well, again, 90, 96 was tough. I think we won one game, maybe ninety seven. Uh, guys by the name Martin John Kelly come back. Yes. He was uh, he uh, he'd been at Manly and his sister. Big left footstep. Yeah, his sister had moved up here, so Martin come up and moved. And look, we we had. You know, on the back of him, mate, and him he alone. He could play footy. Yeah, mate, look, I think from memory, mate, he, I think he only played the last six games or seven games yeah. and got just missed player of the year by yeah. one point or something. You still know still I mean? running so, to him on the Oztag scene. Yeah, so, um, you know, we won a few games in the back of him. Yeah. Um, and then 98, uh, again, was, was tough. I think we won one game. Mate, there was a, there was a period there, three weeks in a row, we got beat. Ninety um, something to you yeah. know, five or ten, and we, yeah. we went to Moree, uh, South. Uh, sorry, not South West Robins, our West Lions. Then uh, beat us, you know, ninety odd nil. We played Gunnedah at Gunnedah. I think they beat us ninety odd nil. Yeah. You know what I mean? So um, it was tough times. And then ninety nine, um, Hodgie took on the coaching job, Greg Hodge, and uh, mate, just luckily, uh, you know, a couple of players. Uh, came into the fold, I suppose. So um, the first one was Disco, Pete Driscoll. Yeah. Uh, was, was Cameron Lewis there then? Nah, the yeah, well, they all sort of come. But, started, so yeah. we so Disco sort of came. He was moved back to town. He was buying a car at, <laughs> off uh, Squirter McGuirk and Squirter rang Hodgie and said, mate, this bloke's back. And we rang Disco and he, he coming out a game. And then uh, Manila folded. It was when Manila yeah. folded over then. And, um, well, so, I, I went 20 that year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then you had... Um, uh, Torch, Jamie Southwell, um, Aaron, Aaron Considine, uh, a few of those boys. Ello, did Ello come Ello in? Ello come in, yeah, 99. He, I think he started, but he then come yeah, in. Yeah, because now went back up to away. Yeah, so um, a couple of those boys came in. And then, yeah, mate, just before the competition started, obviously, Matty Munro moved to town uh, with his then wife, Julie. And, um, and yeah, mate, things started yeah. to, to sort of swing around that way. Chilo come along, you know, so um, club administration-wise, oh, okay. things started to change a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, I just wanted to touch on that because, like I said, for the last 20 years, it's all been North Tamworth have been in just about every grand final. Yeah. Probably 2004, maybe the only one they haven't been in. Yeah. Um, um, well, no, it would have been 20, 
Oh, 02 and 04 probably. Yeah. Oh, sorry, in and around those, there was a couple of others. Yeah. Um, 02 they weren't. Um, 03 no, we were. Yeah. 04 oh. was Rewar Moro. Yep. And, and then, then pretty from much, there on. Pretty much from there. So what, the point that I'm making is that you know, they haven't dominated for 100 years. Like no. People, you know, they've, they've gone, everybody goes through tough times. Yeah, that's you know, right. It was, it, and as I said, it was a challenge. And there were some tough times. Though. Yeah, there was, mate. It was real tough, you know what I mean? So, um, uh, but as I said, you know, so like footy clubs, mate, enjoy yourself, and that's what we did. We tried to done. enjoy ourselves as much as we could. So, but again, we, again, mate, in that time, I know you had Lonnie on the other week. There was kids like Lonnie. Yeah, um, and he was a kid back yeah, then. Yeah, you know, I mean, they, they were playing. Yeah, you know, they were all playing junior, so they all started to come through in and around that time as well. So, yeah. and a few of those guys stayed on. Mate, there's guys like, you know, Cyril Simmons who come yeah. through. Mate, Cyril probably played near on 200 games for North. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, he would have yeah. Not a lot of first grade, but yeah. mate, just wanted to play footy. He was so a good club man. Yeah, yeah, so there was a lot of guys like that, mate, that um, through that era that were there every week. You yeah. know what I mean? You, so you, you could rely on them to be there. And that it's was, really that hard to talk thing. about your first grade debut then when you had no junior other than, you know, like, or, or reserve grade games just sort of straight in the first grade. So yeah, yeah. There wouldn't, have, there wouldn't have been any expectations of any sort. Nah, that's really not really for me, mate. As I said, I'd... I'd tried hard but I don't think I was the greatest player. <laughs> yeah, well, mate, you were so. very clever, I remember you being a very clever with a ball in hand, very skillful halfback. Um, don't know about real tough but no, skillful. Right. I didn't like tackling like, so Nothing wrong with that. <laughs> nothing wrong with no tackling. I just didn't but, go out in the wing and hide like the bonus interview on me. So. <laughs> that was just cool smart captain coaching. Mate, um, so how'd you get in the admin because you were ad administration with Norse for a long time. Yeah, so and I same. think it was Frank Fish then got you into the, what we call the RAM position, regional area manager then in there what is it still yeah, around still, still yeah, regional but what, what was the what was the um the enticement to go into oh, admin but i think it was just in the footy club and you know just went on the committee first and then obviously um uh when i stopped playing which was probably premature so we're <laughs> going to get to that which is um you know then it was you know admin full-time basically yeah. uh and then yeah as you said it was sort of uh so 2006 june 2006 i started with country rugby league so um, at the end of 2005, CRL actually, for one of the only times, um, had their AGM in Tamworth. Okay. Um, so um, on the Friday night, they'd had a um, they had a function down at North and that we put on for them, and uh, it was actually the the pergola there, the the awning yeah. at the front there was actually um, a loan. How that was built was a loan from Country Rugby League at the okay, time. So yeah, yeah they loaned. Um, the money which Fishy had organised with yep. Ralph Davis at the time, and um, so we could we could we could build that. Um, so they come down and we we put a function on for them. And um, Bert Lowry, who's the operations manager and still operations with um, uh, with New South Wales, who's from Scone, he he saw me on that Friday night and he said, "Mate, tomorrow they're going to announce that we're looking at these regional managers' jobs. It might be something that you'd be interested in." And didn't really hear anything, and then the old bush beat uh, Barry Tui's column at. Um, it had a story in there one day and um, said that, you know, uh, they're going to have these roles. Didn't hear anything. Then I think the following week, there's a story that they've already got a short list. So I actually rang Bert and said, what, well, this is just another job for the boys type job, is it? And he said, no, no, put your resume in. So I put my resume in. And I think, as I said, um, on the back of Fishy. Yeah, um, I was going to say, did Frank Fishy put a, a lot to... Yeah, look, um, you know, from what Quinny and that said to me, that Fishy... Um, 
uh, had uh, had supported me. He was obviously vice president of CRL yeah, at the time. Group four president at that yeah, time. So, uh, so had was, interview, mate, had an he interview, mate. Had an interview. He was. He's a good bloke. He's, he's, he's no very fair man. Very fair. Well, man, he yeah. was, mate. His big thing is, and I know people. He uh, he liked to rule the roost, fishy, yeah. and uh, his big one is he loved to have an argument. So, uh, but he liked you to have an argument yeah. back with him, and, yeah. and that's how he. Uh, and you, you knew exactly where you stood with him. There was exactly. no. Yes. He, he wouldn't tell you one thing and do something totally no, different. No, no, no. He was always up front with his fishy and. Uh, as I said, he he, uh, he put in a good word for me from what I've said. Obviously, he interviewed and there were some other interviewees for the for the job. And he started in June 2006, and well, still going now. I know I know you don't like praise and you don't handle it very well, but I, I see you as the best administrator I know, and I can't think of anybody that comes close to a second. And I know when I was Group Four Secretary and President, how much you helped me personally, and, and I thanked you many times, and you just flubbed me off. But you know, I wasn't the best. Yeah, administrator, I'll admit that, but I couldn't have done the job I did without your assistance. So I thank you again publicly. Um, I do have a bit of a bromance with you. But so now back to you, because that's what it's about. Um, your retirement in 06, was that because you became. 2000? 2006? Yeah, no, 2000 I stopped playing. Did I? Yeah. I thought you. Okay. Well, um, yeah, so you said it was premature because I was going to say I thought you retired in 2006 no, when you started with the, the no, Rams. No, I, I stopped playing in 2000, so my last game was the 1999 Reserve Grade Grand Final. <laughs> um, How come you stopped then? Uh, because in uh, October oh. um, I uh, made some stupid decisions and had a car accident. Yes, and, yes. Um, Basically smashed on the face, yeah, up, which you people you would say I wasn't the prettiest person. But I, um, so, you were in a bad way for a while with it, eh? Yeah, yeah. look, mate, I, yeah, but it, you know, it's part of what a life. I mean, a good friend of mine decided for some reason to have a white spirits night, and yeah. for some reason I got in my car and drove, which I shouldn't have. Yeah. Uh, it was a stupid, stupid decision. Yeah. Um, you know, I was driving home, I fell asleep at the wheel, um, went through a Tina section, um, launched the car into the air and hit a park truck. Um, I'm just lucky, mate, very, very lucky that at that point in time when I went through that intersection, someone wasn't coming along. Um, and well, you're smashed, lucky that you survived. Well, mate, yeah, again, look, you know, I smashed, um, so the mandible, which is basically your yeah. upper jaw, which holds to your face, that came apart there, so I've got a plate that holds that together yeah. now. You know, smashed my cheekbones, broke my nose, and those sort of things. But apart from that, not another scratch yeah. on me. Uh, and as I said, mate, yeah, stupid decision that um, I'm, I'm probably lucky to be here. And you know, that's as I said, that I probably, probably, I probably still wanted to play. And it was probably, oh, mate, you could probably call it fear, but I suppose just because of the the damage I'd had to my yeah. face, I just made the decision not yeah. to play again. Go go down this path if you will, um, mentally. Were you affected like mental health reasons? Oh, did you? you know, not being able to play footy. I mean, you said you could have, but realistically, yeah, mate. Um, I just then, mate. I just kept going on the committee, mate. Yeah. I, uh, because I mean, that, that, that's a pretty significant crash. It's yeah, not, it was it's not like falling off a push yeah, bike and no, busting. No. Like, it was exactly. a pretty big thing. Yeah, so. it was. It was. So look, no, I just, mate, I just then started around the water yeah. and, and doing what I could to help out and, yeah. and doing everything else. So you stayed involved, which was so good. I stayed involved in the game. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that that kept me that way. And again, up until and become part a bit of the, the party person. Yeah, with everybody yeah, knows so, as. Yeah. So look, and you know, I mate. Mean, so yeah, up until 2006. Uh, when I started in the role, you know, I was just heavily involved in yeah. North Footy Club, you know what I mean? So that's that's what I did, and as I said, I help out here and there around the water, do the strapping, yeah, yeah. try and fix blokes' heads, which a few of them didn't like, so, you know, like the day I put 
Vic's in Spitter's cut instead of Vaseline in his eye. <laughs> yeah, I still remember that. That was, uh, that was a little bit funny. Um, I know we touched on it a little bit earlier, but again, um, footy influence in your life. Who, who's probably been your biggest? Oh, mate, probably, as I said, mate, because I sort of stopped playing when I was a kid a little bit, so um, it was probably then, like when I come back to league, it was probably... Probably a little bit hodgy, I suppose, mate, because yeah. Hodge, okay. you know what I mean? He'd in the late, a, later years, yeah. Yeah, you know what I mean? Was when I come back and start a playing league again, like if I go back, like when I was playing uni, as a, a coach at, uh, at Tamworth by the name of Dave Crowley, and he was really big on, it was interesting because he was big on, I suppose, the finer points of the, or the yeah. you know, the, the skills of the game, um, which is, you know, realistically now where we get to, and it's, it's about... You know, from what we try and do with, yeah, yeah. with footy is about skills and, yeah, yeah. and enforcing those skills. So that probably had an influence on me in an overall thing. But yeah, rugby league-wise, probably initially it was it was him, and then mate, as it's as it's continued on, it you know I could probably then say you know, what I'm doing now, not so much from the admin side of it, but trying to uh, do with the actual playing footy side of it. Guys like Popeye and then yeah. and then Rolls. So okay. you know they they got a big influence. You know, a couple of good men there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So. They're good for the game. Yeah. Um, any regrets in the game? Um, no, other than obviously not playing from, a little bit longer. Oh uh, yeah. Look, sometimes you, you know, and it's, it's like that, mate. When you're tired, you know, yeah, and, yeah. and you know, same. You come back and decide to play, and did you need? But you, there's days that you miss it, yeah. and there's other days you go. Well, I think well, I said to you not, earlier, you know, a little bit different, but it, you know, I'm not happy. Well, yeah, I'm missing that part, and yeah, you know what I'm talking about. I don't yeah. want to get on the pot, but you know, I'm yeah. missing that part of the game. But yeah, you, you, there is parts. Yeah, that you're doing exactly. This. So, mate, yeah, again, probably that I yeah, may have tried a bit harder at times, or, yeah. or things. You know what I mean? But yeah, mate, I, yeah, as I, I said, I, I don't, I have never seen myself as the greatest player. Um, you're I tried hard. You know, I played lots of sports and did lots of things. But do, do you miss because now with your role, you. I know some people will disagree that they still think you're north. You know, that still yeah. comes up. Oh, yeah. do, do you miss some of that camaraderie with being involved with a single club? Um, I know you've got mate, good friends initially when I was, club, Yeah, but, and, look, and, and it was probably the bit at the start with, and that's probably where, as I said, people still said, you know, I'm a north person because my best friends were there. Yeah. So, mate, when I first came into the job, you know, Spitter and Certs and, and the Ralph Davises, and mate, they were my best friend you know, yeah my best friend so my connection was still with them so when i went to the footy i still wanted to see my mates you know what yeah. i mean and i still hung out with my mates so you, you get that tagged in but i always used to say like ralph and i'd go to group meetings together and yeah. the two people that would argue the most would usually be me and him you know what i mean but then we'd get in the car and you yeah on, i think so. what people don't understand with you is that you can wear this hat and you can wear that hat yeah. and you don't wear the two at the same yeah, time yeah. And, and again mate, in your people, position that's how it's got to I, be isn't mate, it you know people want to say i'm a norse person mate i'm completely fine with that because that's my roots that's yeah, where I'm that's from where you know I mean? and I'm pretty you know but they don't I'm get favours because of that no they no. don't mate. I'm pretty loyal in the sense of um, as I said I've played you know most of the time when I played stuff I played for one team or my yeah. club that's that's yeah. who I was that's how I you know looked at things so yeah so as I said mate I'm 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 comfortable if people tell me yeah. I'm a Norse person because people will, I'll say the same about other people so it's that's to me so, that's where I'm from. That, that can't happen to me because no, I've been too, too many right. clubs. Yeah, exactly. So. <laughs> what's, what's one of your greatest memories of the game? Um, oh, mate, for me, playing-wise, it probably hasn't been. It's probably more come 
in the, you know, probably more on the admin side, I suppose, mate. Yeah. You know what I mean? I suppose, you know, uh, for us, it's it's probably been more yeah, Hawaii to championships. It. Yeah, Hawaii was good, mate. Yeah, yeah it was, you know, it was good that we went that way. But, mate, yeah, as I said, oh, look, and I suppose, mate, um, mate, I coached a couple of years. So I coached, coached in 99 North. Under 18, yeah. so I um, had some good kids like Aaron Mitchell and okay. uh, Anthony Greening, uh, Mark Griffin. <laughs> yeah, yeah, mate. So, you know, a few of those boys went on. We've got it all going on. And guess... then my coached in 2011, um, which was an interesting one because it was North had didn't have a 16, and I was in the job at that point. Um, so, North hadn't had a 16, so I'd actually said to Spit and Search. Yeah, let's coach and try and get Norse and under 16s. They were both at that point getting yeah. at the back end of their, careers. their playing careers, which we'd all said, yeah, and then Spit decided to captain coach reserve grade. And then just before we're about to start, Serts decided to tell me that he was going to America with Chris Thomas for two months, which Serts couldn't get into the country, so they had to go somewhere else. So I think they went to Thailand for a month or somewhere. So, um, so mate, coach decided that, again, same thing, mate. We got, we got tagged because I had... 13 Farrah kids played. Mm. Um, I had three kids from Tamworth. They had six kids from Walker played that used to come in every week. I think I made 30 phone calls to kids to try and get them to come and play, and yeah. two of them or three of them came. You know, so. Um, but mate, we end up winning the comp, beat Gunnar in the grand final, and um, I suppose mate, it's seen sometimes, as you know, it's more not per it's seeing other people achieve. Yeah, I was just going to say like. For you, with all the work you do with the academy, again, a lot of people don't see it. Um, guys like Rolls and myself see it, and, and Tubby. Um, it'll be pleasing when they, on the odd occasion that we've been able to hold up those trophies. Oh, and, mate, yeah. yeah. The country championship, I think we've got an 18s and we've got a 16s. Yeah. Oh, mate, so, yeah. So in my time, it'd be nice I suppose, to get the girls mate, one next yeah, year. Yeah, look, you know, in my time as being regional manager, because initially we started, I, my region was what they called Oxley. They decided yeah, to change everything. Change. So that was a stupid move. We won an under 18s championship. Um, as Oxy Pioneers, at Jake Hawkins, co uh, captain, and uh, Ronnie Deller and, and Pete Barrett were the coaches. Um, played at Wynn Stadium and you know beat Western, which is always good. Yeah. Um, and then, mate, yeah, we had that run that when Bomber coached, we won 16s in 14, 15, and 16, three on the trot. Uh, won 14 in 2014. We won the under 18s with Parso and Ronnie coaching, yeah. um, which was great because, mate, we won. Both junior country championships at home at Scully Park, the yes, old Scully Park, yes. um, just before it was torn down in, in, um, in 2014. So, Bomber on the sideline. Yeah, so that was really good. And then obviously, yeah, the, mate, the great one, 2016, is a great photo. You're in the background. Um, <laughs> Look like um, a blind man with my glasses. Yeah, on. that uh, we scored Stevie McGrady. Yeah, Stevie corner. McIntosh scored in the corner to beat Western at Scully Park. Uh, I think Ryan, Ryan was touch judging that game on, uh, and awarded the, the try that yeah. people said wasn't a try. Yeah, so, mate, um, yeah, great that way. So, um, yeah. Yeah, so it's you know it's good to see and again mate it's it's good at any time and i think that's that's part of i suppose mate it's it's the difference in coaching it's not i said it's not about you yeah, it's about 100%, it's yeah. about trying to get the best out yeah, of the and kids and we won't go into the now but we've had that conversation many times about coaches especially junior coaches make it about yeah. them and results rather than the kids yeah. and, you know it's, it's yeah. and look we've it's, probably it's started a, so because we Hodgie and I coach, which come out of Hodgie being the publican at Jay Maguire's, and that's where I spent most of my time. Um, we coached Norse 14s and 15s, 
and they won the comp two years in a row and that had kids like, uh, well they then became the following year when under 16s come into group four, so, and North won the first ever under 16s yeah. oh, okay. under the senior banner. Yeah, uh, Russ Kitchen coach, took them over and coached them, but there was guys like Chrissy Weaver and uh, Mark yeah. Griffin, as I said. Well, Chrissy Bull, Weaver went to Balmain for <coughs> yeah, a Yeah, Bull, Bull Fisher and, and those sort of kids. So we coached them as 14s, 15s, Jamie Trindle. Yeah. Um, and it was, mate, it was good to, it was good fun. You know, it was fun. Chrissy Weaver was back in 2003. Yeah, yeah. yeah so. um, just quickly on Greg Hodge, I remember him saying, we were talking about you know, how drunk we can get and blah, blah, blah. And I remember him saying, um, you're not drunk unless you poo and spew on your bed, then you know you're drunk. Yeah. Uh, when you wake up the next morning, and, oh, I've never been that drunk and never want to be that drunk. Um, now, in your life in general, I know, you know you're very close with your mother. Who's your greatest influence on your life? Yeah, mate, probably, um, as you said, mum and dad. Obviously, dad's passed away now, but um, yeah, both of them have obviously had a big influence on my life. So, yeah. Yeah, Renee has a big influence now. She has a Where you can influence. and can't go yeah. and how much you spend. Massive influence on <laughs> my life. My lovely life. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. okay, now, if you weren't playing rugby league, um, your other sport would be hockey. Oh, yeah, mate, it would have been interesting, actually. You, so you're I a bit of a bit basketball fanatic? Yeah, I play basketball, so yeah, yeah. yeah. So, mate, played, like most kids back in our time, mate, we played. I played whatever was on offer, so... Yeah. Whatever played. could get us out of school. Well, that's it, mate. And again, summer was cricket, yeah. winter was rugby league, basically. Then, again, mate, just through school stuff, basketball became yep. the thing. Went to Rosary College, brother Jeff Regan was a teacher at the school and, uh, you know, the, the sports master and really big in, in basketball, and that's where it really probably took off okay. um, there. So, lucky enough to, again, mate, we, you know, Won a state championship with Rosary College <laughs> as a basketball. So you got a few different trophies in the cabinet, then. Oh, uh, it's actually interesting because our side that we had, the basketball side, is we had Higo play Tony Higgins, yeah, who's yeah. here in town. But there was um, Matt and Scott Thornton, the two Thornton boys. Now Scotty Thornton, he's been physio for Queensland State of Origin yes. side for about eight years. Oh, okay. Uh, Matty does a bit of player management in rugby league now. Nick Moroni, who went to the Olympics yeah. for high jumper. Um, Toddy Ryan, who works at council and still yeah, lives here yeah. in town. So yeah, yeah mate, it was. Um, You're a good man. It was good fun because we were the first countryside to ever win a oh, okay. state title in nice. basketball. So played um, a bit of cricket, played a bit of everything. So. Whatever was on offer. Yeah. Whatever, whatever get out of the school we played, didn't Yeah, that's it? right. Um, now, remember, we're on a podcast that kids are probably listening to, but give us a funny footy story. <laughs> uh, and I've I reckon, got a thousand of them. Well, I can say you'd, you'd have a few. You'd have a few. I've got millions of them. Um, oh, as I said, mate, there's funny ones. Probably... The biggest one, and people know I get really cranky. <laughs> really? Probably the crankiest one I've ever had was the night we come home from Moree and the boys decided to catch a pig. I think you may have been the bus driver that night. <laughs> yes, I remember this one. We had a bus trip home from we had a bus trip home from Moree. I think we pulled up at every every stock stop between Moree and Gravesend to see for Tubby to find his old man because his old man was driving. Driving and pulled up a Bingra, yeah. had a few more beers at Bingra uh, uh, on a Sunday night like we used to, uh, and then and I think it was Spitter. It was. We're just out of Bingra, and Spitter said, "Boys, you want to catch a pig?" And I went, "What?" He said, "I know where we can catch a pig." So they told Fox to pull the bus over. The bus pulled over. And all of a sudden the boys were all in this paddock and this little pig got back on the bus. Now, I was not happy. <laughs> and told him to get rid of it, but it was a funny, because that was a time when I remember, because Pete Wenner had had a, yes. Pete Wenner had had a growth cut out of his throat because yes. his first game back and Maury scored in the first set of six, I think from memory, and Pete's gash opened up. And I said to Pete, come here, I was out in the field, I said, Pete, come over here. And he said, what? I said, come here. 
and he's going, what's wrong? And he went to touch his throat because he obviously knew. There was a, a and big hole. And the hole was there. All the stitches had come undone. And I said, don't do that. And Brady Walsh saw it. He started spewing. <laughs> <laughs> and treatment at the hospital. And then all of a sudden, before we left Mora, he was back on the bus. And he's in this pit, in this mud and everything. Yeah, yeah, I remember that pig now. It was, uh, yeah, mate. It's it funny, was funny, uh, but it was not funny. Yeah. Man, mate, like I, I mentioned Edgy before, so it wasn't a force. It was funny on the field, but... <laughs> we played Narrabri in 96 the last year, so Toddy Mitchell's mum got cooked, so um, uh, he'd sort of stepped down as coach. And uh, Chicken Legs, Daryl Briggs, he, because <laughs> course City had folded, he'd come yeah. to North and he was yeah. coaching reserve grades. So Briggs, he was playing first grade and we played Narrabri at Narrabri, last comp game of the year. And he got the shits, Briggsy, and something happened and Edgy, Edgy was refereeing and he sent him off. And Briggsy's Gone. Oh, he was into edgy um, stuff, you edgy barber. He took about 15 steps and then he turned around. He started coming back. He said, F this. He said, I'm going to kill this bloke. <laughs> I said, Briggsy, it's not worth it. Nah, it's my last ever game. I don't care. <laughs> so, yeah, it was yeah. funny. Edgy's sitting there, they're going, Daryl, keep going, keep going. So, he was a funny man, Edgy. Yeah. So was Briggsy, actually. Um, now, tell us something uh, about you that people won't know. Um, I know, again, we probably touched on it with the, the car crash. Not many people would have known that because it was so long. But is there anything else we don't know about Scott Byrne? Not really, mate. Other than no, you do answer your phone eventually? or I'm no good as a bloke or whatever else. So. <laughs> um, no, mate, look, again, it's, yeah. Okay. He's, uh, <laughs> who was your footy idol when you were growing up? Um... Mate, Cliffy Lyons. Cliffy Lyons? Yeah, I love Cliffy Lyons. Been a manly man too. Yeah, been a manly man. Named a dog after him. I like her. The dog was called Napper, which was his nickname. Yep, so yep. yeah, Cliffy was uh, pretty much that, through that era, mate. He was, um, yeah, so someone you, that I thought was um, a really good football player. So. And still running around Oztag too, Carlin. Yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah. you'd be pretty happy to get Tommy C back on the paddock. He'd be good to I don't have think they're going to make the eight now, though. It's not going to make much difference yeah. this year. But, but I think the eight's just about sorted now. Yeah. So I think the top four, I don't, if you're not in the top four, you're not going to win it. No. That's just my deal. Um, sports idol growing up? Um, mate, probably funny. Chain, chopped and chain, I suppose. It depends on what the flavour of the month was. Yeah, that's you know what I mean? so, at the time. Yeah, exactly, mate. It was uh, you know, funny around, as I said, um, sort of through those high school years, I suppose, mate, basketball was a big... Yeah. a big part of it so uh, you know in those times Jordan was just coming on the scene but guys like you know, Michael, uh, Magic Johnson and Larry Bird you didn't name your oldest after the Michael Jordan hey Jordan no no <laughs> so um, so yeah no, guys like that but yeah. again mate there was different phases that I went through yeah. like most kids you know, do I thought I that I'd be fit and do triathlon <laughs> so you'd follow triathlon or I thought I'd you know go to the gym and Tri do triathlon was for a great. week, so you liked, you know. Yeah, try, try, I think we all wanted to have a crack at triathlon until we actually realised how hard it was. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so, but again, I, I suppose, man, it's, you know, I followed every sport and liked every yeah. sport, so it probably you, wasn't, you are a bit of a sport. There probably wasn't one person in particular, but there yeah. was, you know, many of many people that you know um, you liked to watch and enjoyed watching. So. Yeah. Okay, now we got uh, three questions. You get a little bit of time to answer, and then five you don't get. Um, you don't get time. So, <clears throat> excuse me. Prime Minister for a day, what would you change? Um, oh, mate, I don't know, to be honest. Be you wouldn't want to be Prime Minister right at the moment, I wouldn't though. want to be Prime Minister at the moment, mate. They're doing a, yeah, for what everyone does or says or doesn't say, they're doing a pretty good job. No, at the you, oh, again, in, the, in the climate, again, I'm not a big politics no. man, so <laughs> it no, doesn't I'm, really worry me, so. 
If he wasn't on the telly every day, I couldn't tell you who our Prime Minister no, was. No, but I think he's doing a fair we, job. As I said, mate, we, uh, we're pretty lucky, I think, mate, in the, the country we live in. And mm. So, you know, they do a pretty good job. Well, if you won a million dollars, what would you do with it? Spend it? No. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, again, mate, it'd be, yeah, look, make, make sure that uh, the families looked after well. So, yeah. you, know, you wouldn't build a grandstand after Scott Byrne? No. No? No, no Scott no, Byrne no, here? <laughs> No, 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 that's <laughs> people could see your face and you, no. you shaking your head. Because you've done a lot for rugby league in this area. People don't realise that. So if I ever win a million dollars, I'll, I'll build one and call it the Scott, Scott Bone Hill. This is a grandstand for come, one. Come and sit on the boner. A grandstand for one. <laughs> um, who's been the biggest pest in your in your time, like in your team? Or, oh, you know, mate, there's plenty of them. Thousands of them. Benny, Benny Surdy would be up there. Benny Green Day would be up there. He was a pest. Um, through the academy stuff, Stinger, Ryan Ingram, massive pest. Um, just, yeah, massive from Stinger. Um, after one and a half beers, Michael Smeet, massive pest. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Jeez, you give me some credit one and a half. <laughs> yeah, I know, that's probably too much. You're probably passed out yeah, by then yeah, one and a half. I'm certainly asleep by one and a half. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, mate. Yeah, Stinger was little Ryan Ingram, yeah. mate. Through the academy stuff. <clears throat> You fall into the trap because you're sending so many things at times. I just used to cut and paste, and <laughs> as soon as I'd send it, he'd pick the piece, pick it to pieces about what was happening and what wasn't. Little rolls. Um, I tried to slice him with a knife one day. That stopped him for a little while. So <laughs> I knew the knife was blunt, but I told him not to touch the watermelon. But he still wanted to try and touch it. So. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I remember that. I remember so I did. That. I did yeah. hit him with a knife, but uh, yeah, that shop that stopped yeah. him for a little while. Yeah, he was a bit quiet after so, that. Yeah. Okay, now five quick ones, yep. and uh, there's no thinking. Beer or bourbon? Beer. A uh, blonde or brunette? Mm, redhead. Red. <laughs> you got to say that. Strawberry blonde. Strawberry blonde. Okay, <laughs> nice. Pie in a can of coke or beer and steak at the footy? Oh, beer and steak. Okay, celebrity crush? Um, oh, I can't say. <laughs> I might get in trouble for a while. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we'll leave that one. And favourite superhero? Um. Probably Superman. Superman. That's it. Thanks, Scotty Bone, for being on the show and Thanks, uh, opening up a little bit about your, your few different things that people wouldn't know. Um, but again, that's the idea of the podcast. Yeah. So people get to see the different side because all they see you as uh, the cranky administrator, that's but it. there is another side. That's every day. Thanks, buddy. Thank Thanks, you. mate. Thanks, everybody, and we'll uh, see you next week.